Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back. You're listening to I thought you said Angie it. and Stevens podcast. <laughs> Crass alone. Crass alone podcast. Okay. That was like that was too much. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Maybe it was just the it was too much in my headphones. <laughs> I um, thought it was just enough. I hope it wasn't too much for you guys. Um, so I know you guys miss my sister. She's back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, she's back and um, she's ready to. Ready to rumble. I'm sorry. We have these mics that remind me of WW, WWF. It was WWF. Now it's WWE. It's been WWE for like 15 years. What does WWF stand for? World Wrestling. Well, it doesn't stand for anything anymore, but it used to be World Wrestling Federation. Interesting. Yes. And now it's entertainment. Mm. So anyways, welcome back, everyone. Um, we hope you enjoyed our last episode with Brett from Rad Apologetics. If you haven't heard it, please go and check it out because it's awesome. Um, there's a lot of good information on how to get started in apologetics, the importance of apologetics. I know that we don't talk about it enough here, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so go check it out if you haven't. Um, uh, like I said in, the, in that episode, I think every Christian is an apologist. Um, so, um, you know, we got we to gotta do our part and prepare ourselves in that. All right. Amen. So, Wait, really quick before we start. So I've been listening to our episodes <laughs> as well. Well, that's good. Um, I, I listened. I'm sorry. I wasn't here last uh, weekend because I was at a conference. Um, I'm upset I missed it, but hopefully we can get Brad on again. Yes. Um, Brett. Yes. Brett. Sorry. Wow. Uh, I know it's can... confusing because it's rad apologetics. Yes. That's so why, at first I thought it was thought, Brad yeah. apologetics. Yeah. Um, anyways, but so I was listening to the podcast about uh, the love your neighbor. And I felt like I sounded, I came off a little strong. Why? <laughs> like I, like towards the end, I'm like, yeah, you guys shouldn't gossip and love your, and it's, I don't know. I feel like it sounded proud. I just want to come clean and be like, you know, I've struggled with that too. Like, it's not like I've never gossiped before and I've never crossed that line. Um, Cause I feel like in the last few weeks, God's just been like, you know, Angie, you've, you've, you've crossed that line too. Um, and so, you know, we're all. Trying to be better people. We're all um, fallible. We're all fallible. Sinners. So Imperfect. I just want to put that out there. So if you struggle with gossip, you know, every day is a new day to, you know, make better choices, come closer to God, help him, ask him to help him reveal in your heart um, things that you're doing or saying wrong um, so that, you know, you can try better that day. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say that. All right. Amen. Well. Thank you for finally admitting that you're a fallible person. <laughs> I'm totally so, so, so fallible. Um, um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we missed you. I think, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe you would have had a little bit better questions for uh, Brett than, than what I had. But, maybe. But we'll have him back. 
he's uh he's you know he said he'll come back so or maybe it would have been too super quiet you both sounded like talkers <laughs> <laughs> you just hear me say yeah, yeah. <laughs> every uh -huh. once in a while uh -huh. amen <laughs> <laughs> no um so i mean what were we gonna talk about today because there's there's so much we can talk about um i know that there is a lot of stuff going on in the world and it can be discouraging for many of us right um we see what's going on and we if we like dive too much into it it can make us feel a certain way like can make us feel sad depressed helpless um so what would you say or maybe some of the things that we could do that would help us combat that combat that well i mean before we we talk about that like it, it just to add on to i feel like it just seems like the enemy has been attacking so many people i feel like more often oh yeah. or maybe if i'm i'm noticing it more it's, like i i definitely feel like i've been <laughs> attacked no, for sure a lot for sure um like i've never i've i've had anxiety before but in the last few months like it's gotten it it got really really intense like I, I was having like anxiety attacks type thing yeah and i don't know if i i feel like i've heard other people that are struggling you know in one way or another mentally um or emotionally and i think i think it's just i know sometimes i'm i'm a little like you know we talk about jesus coming back so soon let's talk about <laughs> maybe something else. but it's like i i it's just in the air i think i think because he's coming back so soon yeah. I feel like the enemy is attacking more and more and more. And we've we've said bef before, the word says that a lot of people are going to fall yeah. away, right? So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, back to your, your question, you know, what do we do when the discouragement comes, when the anxiety comes, when the depression comes? Because it will. Um, and I think, <laughs> again, before I answer the question, uh, honestly, before I was, I, you know, was having these anxiety attacks or whatever. I think from the outside looking into people that, you know, were having anxiety or, or, or depressed, honestly, I was looking at it again from a very prideful point of view. I have, I have a pride issue. So, so pray for me, people. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do it in one way or another. Um, but it was easy for me on the outside look, looking in saying, you know what, you just, Whereas your relationship with Jesus, you should just talk to him more. Yeah. You should just read your Bible more. And if you did that, maybe you wouldn't be anxious in the first place. But then it got to the point where I was anxious and I was seeking God. And sometimes <laughs> I was more anxious after that. And I'm like, what yeah. the what the heck is happening? So um, I think God, God, God definitely hum has humbled me um, in the last few months because it's, you know, I and I think we've said it before, but now I understand it more. Like Christians, you're gonna you're gonna go through anxiety, you're gonna go through depression, you're gonna go through doubting, you're gonna gonna go through discouragement. Um, but the question is, what do you do when all of that comes? Yeah. Like do you run to Jesus or do you run to other things? Because it's re it's really easy to run to the world, to whatever the world says uh is gonna medicate that, right? It says, yeah. Hey, Quick you know fix. what? You know what? Get high. Because I mean that's you're going to relax if you do that yeah. or get drunk and that's going to, or get into social, distract your mind because you're just, um, but the reality is you have to push into God. But then when I was anxious, like I said, a lot of the times I would, 
that wouldn't help. <laughs> the re- yeah. the, honestly, I would do that and that wouldn't help. I'm like, what the what is happening? Um, but I think in the that season, in those seasons where we're discouraged and anxious or uh, even depressed, um, and we seek him maybe a bit and and we don't feel like he's there or that he's present or that he's listening. I think in those seasons, God, God, God is so- we have to understand that God is sovereign. And so he is the one who allows those moments. Like, obviously, we struggle because we're still in the flesh. The enemy is still prowling right. around. He's like a roaring lion. He wants to attack us. He wants to break us down. Um, but, the, but God is allowing that. And so I think what he wants to do in those moments is, is yes, he wants us to seek us, but like. To seek him. He, sorry. He wants us to seek him, but press in more because sometimes we just, we just go so far. Right. Um, because I think it's because personally it's been because I want to check it off the list. And I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, I'm talking to God because I want to check off the list that I did that. I want to read the Bible because I want to check off the list that I did that. And he's like, no, I want it to become, I want you to go deeper. So sometimes when we are discouraged, um, and we see God and we still don't see anything happen. We ha- like, that's his, I, f- yeah. I feel like that's him telling us to seek more. Like, he's like, you've, you've gone this far before. Like, I want you to go deeper. Um, and when you go deeper, you know, that's, that's really where you're going to grow in character. Like when we're struggling in all these different ways and we still go to God because some part of us knows he's the answer and we still don't feel like he's answering, but we still keep going to God that builds our character. And even when we don't hear him, he's there. And eventually we're going to get to a point where we see like, wait, when I didn't feel you, you were still there. And in those um, moments, he's building our character. That was that was a Stevens answer right there. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you learning to give uh, these short answers. <laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, amen. <laughs> I mean, you you covered a, a lot of it. I mean, yeah, we the I think one of the biggest things, that, and I've mentioned it before, is you can't you can't look at you know, where somebody else is at either. And then, you know, compare yourself because that is a problem. You know, like I said in the last episode, I was like, hey, I was looking at you, right? And I was like, oh, I want to, I want to be where my sister's at with God. And then God was like, all right, well, tough Mm -hmm. guy, you know, where's your sister at with me? And I couldn't answer that question. So I was like, you know, he's like, how could you want that? And, um, and so that's like that, that puts pressure and also makes it's like you're you're setting you're setting rules for yourself that aren't there and standards that aren't there and it's i mean it's as simple as what the gospel says just submit you know just repent and submit to god and that's it um but when we try to you know like do it ourselves and come up with these different strategies to try and get out of it ourselves, we can't. Um, you know, uh, and it happens, it's happened with, you know, the biggest names in the Bible. Right. So, so if it happened with them, mm. of course, it's going to happen with us. <laughs> Listen, um, the, the Psalms are so, cr- like you see David go from being very excited, very joyful to, to be like, oh, uh, why are you cast down on my soul? And <laughs> You know, and then he goes, holy, holy, holy is guy, you know, uh, but you see that that kind of roller coaster because we are we're roller coasters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and with everything going on right now, like 
yeah, Jesus is coming soon. How soon we don't know, but but watching everything happening, it, it's it's like it's like the Bible is coming to life in my eyes, and and I read it, and I'm just like, there's there's no way that I can't make the connection here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah, nobody knows exactly when Jesus is coming, but but we know that we are in that season, and the closer the time gets, the like the harder that Satan is going to work to try and push us off that track because he wants to take as many people down with him. Right. And so one thing that has helped me a ton is I learned this from Pastor Jack Hibbs. And um, he's great to listen to, by the way. Um, if you just look him up on YouTube or just jackhibbs.whatever.com or org. Anyways, he, he said that he starts his mornings, uh, he sits up on his bed, and before his feet even touch the ground, you know, he, he asks God that, that he, you know, that the Holy Spirit come down on him so that he can walk in the Spirit for the, for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that, and I've seen an almost immediate change in my days just by doing that. And so, uh, you know, that's something that I would encourage that everybody does. If you just, you know, sit up and say, you know, Father, I just want, I want to be able to walk in the mm-hmm. Spirit. You know, let the Holy Spirit come down on me uh, because everything that I, that I do, everything that I say, everything that I think today, I want to do for, for you, for your glory. Mm-hmm. And so just that, just, I mean, it's, it's it's been like night and day for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It, it's helped me tremendously. So in what way has it helped you? Um, well, I've been slower to anger. Um, I've been um, slower to, you know, instead of reacting to situations, I've learned to respond and, and always remain in prayer about it. Um, so before I try to answer, I'm like, Lord, please help me respond properly to this you know right uh and sometimes the answer is don't respond (laughs) just Mm. stay quiet um just be still right um and you know that's not always the answer we want to hear but i've i've learned that with with just saying that prayer in the morning it has helped me to to be i guess i guess you can say uh more coachable (laughs) uh you know spiritually speaking um because i'm I'm like, I'm doing what Paul said, right? I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like dying to myself more mm. so that God could become greater. So like, I, I really, I, I don't know. It's like muscle memory now. Like, mm-hmm. like people, people will say something that will slightly sound like a praise to me. And I just, I can't, I can't accept that. Like, I, I accept it in the sense of, you know, thank you because I don't want to make the the person feel bad. But at the same time, I'm always like, no, you know, uh, like to God be the glory. You know, right. when even when Jerilyn says, Pa, thanks. Thanks for the food. Thank God. I I can't accept that because it's not me that's doing it. Nothing that I that I say or do is of my own doing. And so, you know, I just want to I don't want any of the attention. So I just deflect that to God. And so that has been something that it's been a change because of that, because I, I feel it. I'm just like, 
it's not even about me anymore. Mm -hmm. And the more that the days pass, the more I fall out of love with the world. Mm. Like, I don't care about things anymore. I don't care about things. I just, it's just like, like, I, I, I got sneakers right now that got a hole in them. And eventually I'm going to buy some because I'm going to get tired of, you know, water getting in and <laughs> wetting my socks. But it's not like. Are these the sneakers I got you? No, okay. no. Those are still like right. new. Just wear those. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, but like, you know, it's, it's just not a, like, I don't really, like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, right. I'm just like, and, and the other thing too. I'm not worried about what's going on in the world. I have this this unexplainable amount of peace and joy. And it's like, all right. Like, I may have moments where I'm not happy. But I can confidently say that I'm, I'm always joyful. Mm. So some people, some people think that joy and happiness are the same thing. And they're not. Have we not talked about this before? I, I guess not. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I guess not. But this is a good opportunity. Uh, you know, uh, welcome to Christ Alone Podcast. <laughs> uh, no. So, so yeah. So, you know, like I had, I'm part of this um, Christian group on Facebook. And there's a, a brother who said that he's like, you know, I know the Lord is coming soon. Like I've had dreams. I've, you know, I feel it in my heart. And, and to be honest. There is a sense, and this is not just Christians, this is like across the board, there is a sense of that there is something coming, like something's going to happen soon. Like right. nobody like nobody can can say what it is except for Christians who will yeah. say, no, that's, that's Jesus that's coming soon. Yeah. And so there is that sense of something like, like we're just waiting for, for like the, the, what is it? The 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 needle that broke the camel's back. Like we're waiting for that. We're we're waiting for that, and and it's coming. And so, anyways, so this guy on Facebook, um, he was saying how you know he knows that the Lord is coming soon, and he's like, I've already canceled my plans for the rest of the oh my year. Gosh. Um, uh, like he's everything that he had planned to do for the year, he's not doing anymore he canceled everything and he's like i'm just i'm just on my knees waiting for the lord to return and it just it made me like it reminded me of thessalonica and the letters that paul wrote you know to them because that's exactly what they were doing they were like oh uh they were either i can't remember if there were it was just because the Lord was coming or the, or they thought the Lord came already that they were just like, eh, you mm -hmm. know, and they like, you know, we're spending their money or something. And anyways, they were just not staying busy. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Lord calls us to occupy until his return to stay busy until he comes back. And he gives a couple of different parables where it's like, listen, when, when you come, when he come, when I come back, like you need to be. You need to be doing my work. You need right. to be expanding the kingdom. You mm. need to, you know, you don't want to be caught, you know, because I'm going to come. And when I come, you don't want it to be like a thief in the night. Right. Um. You know, you want it to be like the bride who's waiting for her bridegroom, you know, who's expecting him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I guess 
there are those two types of Christians and, you know, who do you want to be? <laughs> do you want to be the one that's caught off guard? So, I mean, I sure don't. And so I'm, I'm always watching the news and watching everything. But anyways, um, don't think that because Jesus is coming back soon that it's, uh, you know, let's drop our packs moment. Um, it's in fact, there should be more of an urgency to share the gospel because exactly because Jesus is coming back. But anyways, um, so, so yeah, so he was talking about joy in, in that, in that post that he was talking about. Um, but, but what his joy, the reason I, I had to say something was because he was using joy as if it meant happiness. and. The problem with that is, is that when you equate joy with happiness, there are going to be times where that happiness is not going to be there. And when that, when that happens, then, you know, it's, it's very dangerous because you can lose hope, you can lose faith, you can lose everything. And, you know, that's not recommended. So, you know, when you are in the Lord, when you are investing in your relationship with Jesus, you're going to have joy. And I think I may have said this somewhere, but just because you've accepted Jesus into your heart and your life and you're committed and invested, it doesn't mean that it's it doesn't mean that your life is just going to be uh like good all the way, you know. It doesn't mean that your life is going to get better, but it does mean that you are going to have joy through those moments where, you know, happiness may or may not be present. And so I think when Jesus was talking about these things, you know, it's like, all right, that's that's what that's what he meant by the joy. And, and I think a lot of times we just default to equating joy with happiness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so so, you know, it's. I don't know, just my recommendation is to, you know, I know it's hard. I know it's difficult at times to, you know, take out the time to read scripture, but something that really keeps me motivated, I, and I, again, I may have said this, I feel like I repeat myself 24-7, but I can't say it enough, you know, it's the relationship that you have with Jesus, right? He's coming back soon, and, and that knowing that he's coming back soon and that we're so close, that is what keeps me on my toes mm -hmm. because I don't want to get caught with, let's say, my hand in the cookie jar, right? I don't want to, I don't want, like before I do something, I'm like, all right, because I know Jesus is so close to coming back, like, do I, do I really want to give my wife attitude? You know, mm -hmm. do I really want to do that? You know, do I really want to overact to this situation? Do I really want to curse someone out mm -hmm. and have the Lord come right in that moment? Like, no, of course not. And so that just, I don't know, it, 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 um, it creates a sense of urgency in my discipleship with Jesus to, to try and figure out ways to, you know, to share the gospel and do all these things. And so Ever since I started praying that, uh, you know, for, you know, the Holy Spirit to just fill me so that I can walk in the Spirit all day, um, 
my creative juices have been flowing. And so, you know, I started to just put out content to help edify and equip people out there because the church needs it. Like the church, I, I think the church is, is, is asleep right now, to be honest. Mm. If I, if, I mean, I have to call us out. We're, we're asleep. We're not, we're not doing enough. You know, we are, I don't know. I feel like there are certain churches that are just talking about the same things over and over and over again like there's not there's not enough pastors talking about you know current events and how they relate to prophecy and why prophecy is so important there's not many pastors talking about hey jesus is coming back soon like i remember in the 90s they were talking about it right mm -hmm. they were talking about it and there was like revival and there was stuff you know like like the holy spirit was moving i remember growing up people like it was just incredible to me. I was like, man, that's the kind of Christian I want to be one day. And that has kind of died out because there's the atheism is growing. You know, the, the apathy is growing mm -hmm. and people are just walking away because they're having they have questions and they don't want the answers to them. Right. Brett mm -hmm. and I talked about it on the last episode. Like the, the truth is there and and we reject it and we suppress it. And because suppressing it makes us feel better for the moment we think that we can keep doing that and one day we it'll just come up and you won't have the opportunity to suppress it anymore because now you're you know the spotlight's on you and now it's your turn to give an account for the life that you have led mm -hmm. and so we need to create that that urgency in in people and Christians we need to be equipping ourselves with the full armor that mm -hmm. God is providing us with and you know part of that armor is scripture how do you how are you going to know scripture if you don't try to memorize it and if you're not reading it you know it, it, and again I've said this in the last episode um but Paul Washer said that you should read scripture and read it so much that you know it's bleeding from you that it's bleeding from you yeah that when you bleed it's just scripture coming out and that's how God speaks to you, you know, when, when I'm in a, in a position where I'm like, oh man, this like, I, I, like, Lord, give me strength. And I, and I think about all these verses just flood my head where it reminds me that I'm not alone, that I, that I don't have the spirit of fear that, you know, I can do everything through Christ, through Christ who strengthens, strengthens me, like all, everything just floods. And it's like, you know, your redemption is near. Look up. Your redemption mm -hmm. is near. I'm coming. Um, uh, you know, he, I think about the verses where it says he's going to wipe the, the tears from my face. Right. I, it's like it's I'm getting overwhelmed right now a little bit right. because it's it's just amazing to me. But but this is all the stuff that just comes in. And so when there's something that throws me off because we know that God is not a God of confusion, immediately I pray. And so I would suggest also always be praying, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's a good good thing to to live by because yeah, I mean, yeah, God's there, but he also wants you to like reach out and and access him. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because he's not going to violate your free will. Right. So I mean, what do you think? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, pray without pray without ceasing, ceasing. There's, you know, uh there's a billion there's a bunch of verses on that that we have to stay in prayer, stay in fasting, and 
um, being in his word. And I think another big thing that I know we've talked about before, um, but it's what's been a big encouragement to me is community. Community is so, so important so that when you're yeah. struggling with discouragement, you have someone to be like, listen, this is what I'm struggling. When you're struggling with anything, you're like, this is what I'm going through right now. Can you please pray for me? Can you, because, because sometimes, you know, we're reading the word and we're praying and um, sometimes we, you know, that's, that's why God made the church. And um, I think, I mean, like I said, we've, we've said this before, but it, it's just so important um, to have people in our lives that love Jesus, that will speak the word to us, that when we're struggling with confusing thoughts, they could be like, wait, but that's not, that's not the word. Wait, but that doesn't go along with what the yeah. word is saying. And, you know, they can be, um, an encouragement to us, yeah. you know, and sometimes, um, what we get from the other person is like, man, I'm, you're discouraged, man, I'm discouraged too, you know? Yeah. Sometimes we, we, um, we just place ourselves in this, we, we separate ourselves and, and we feel like, oh, I'm so alone in this. But then we go to someone else and we're like, I've been through that too. Yeah. You know, you know, I struggle too. I feel alone too. Um, and so to that, to have that is, is so encouraging. And, and that's why, you know, God made the church. Yeah. And the thing is that when you, when you have invested in your relationship with Jesus, you know, the Holy Spirit is going to let you know, like, hey, been there done that mm -hmm. like we like it, i understand what's going on yeah. and so um it, again it, it it's it's lifting it's yeah like there's a, there's a verse in the bible i don't know where it is but it says that god jesus went through every temptation that someone can go through you know and he was able to overcome that um and that's encouragement right yeah but the fact that he was able to overcome because then when we struggle with it we can be like jesus you, you help you help me like yeah. You know, like we've said, God is not a God who says, uh, hey, Angie, you know what? You just get it together. No, he he came down. He humbled himself to the point where he's like, no, I'm going to go through this life, uh, go through the temptations, go through all this so yeah. that when they struggle, I'm not a God who says, hey, just get it together. It says he, he says, no, I'm a God who went through it. And because I went through it, I can carry you through it, too. Amen. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I know, I know, uh, again, I, if you are, I don't know, uh, if it makes you scared of what's going on in the world, if it makes you scared to think about revelation and what is to come, if you're scared about that, I feel like that is you know, it's calling you, it's like God calling you to, to check yourself. Yeah. And I think for me, what's, what can be discouraging is just thinking about people who I know don't know Jesus. Yeah. Um, or just people that are struggling. Um, and you know, that it just reminds me again about prayer. Like we, it's, it's so funny because I want to say that prayer is the thing that is emphasized most in the church. It's emphasized maybe most in the Bible. And it's a lot. It's something that we a lot of the time do least of. It, yeah. And it's it's so simple. Like we overcomplicate it. Yeah. Like, like you said, you just get up in the morning and, and give the day to the Lord. Like you, yeah. sometimes we think, okay, but I have to be like the pastors who pray three hours a day and are fasting until 
9 p.m. Like it doesn't. I'm telling you. Like look, it, we overcomplicate it, and God just like like you've said, He just wants a relationship. He yeah. wants us to carry us through. Yeah, play it back. I mean, my prayer literally takes like 10 seconds. Father, thank you for this day. I ask that you allow me to walk in the spirit so that everything that I think, say, or do, I do it for your glory. Amen. Right. That's it. I mean, that was barely 10 seconds, right? Right. And, and then throughout the day, it's like I'll get, I'll get a poke. Like, oh, you need to pray for this person. Mm. Oh, you need to do this. So here's maybe some tips on how to, um, I guess, Share the gospel, right? Um, people are going to know who you are, right? Because of the light that is in you, right? If you have that relationship with Jesus, people are going to know. So this might be something else where God might call you out and say, hey, if people don't know you to be a certain type of way, you know, uh, then you need to check yourself or check your relationship with me. You know, like people know, like, if they curse in front of you, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry for, you know, sorry, sorry, I cursed or something because they right. know, they know that you're not, you're not that person. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not the person who curses or, or something like that. Right. Um, all the, or they'll ask you questions or, or they'll come to you and say, Hey, could you pray for me? You know, things like that. And so that is like, it's like God letting you know, like, Hey, you know, keep keep on keep on keeping on keep mm -hmm. on doing what you're doing keep on being obedient mm -hmm. because that comes from obedience and yeah. that fruit that's coming out it's god confirming you because i know that you no know, I, I know it's not about works right but we christians that have a, a relationship with jesus we do the things that we do because we are thankful for the grace and the love and everything that god has given us so we just we do it for, to honor him and to glorify him that's why we that's really why we do it mm -hmm. um so so again so that that might be a, a flag but like we said before you might not be the kind of person who's going to stand in the corner and say jesus died for your sins you need to repent because he's coming soon you know he rose three days you know you're you might not be that person who's going to stand with the microphone and, and do that you might not be the person who goes to the mall and just randomly talks to people and says, hey, do you know Jesus? Can I introduce you? Can I tell you what Jesus has done for me? You know, you might not be that person. But there are, and there are different ways to do that through social media, through, through different things. But one thing that might help you, and this is just a recommendation, because I, I haven't had anyone say no, is, hey, uh, I'm going to I'm going to do some prayer later on. Is it okay if I pray for you? And what would you like me to pray for you about? Mm -hmm. Um it's that simple. You know, people are going to tell you, "Oh, pray for my family, pray for my health, pray for my marriage, pray for." And it's not on the spot. Mm -hmm. It's like, "Hey, uh, later I'm going to have a couple minutes where I'm going to pray. Um is there anything you would like me to pray for you about?" And I'm telling you, it it, that that is that is doing the lord's work you are you know in a sense sharing the gospel because you are you know being loving you're being kind right there's a there's a verse in, in mark and or matthew where you know he talks about oh 
you, you know, you fed me, you clothed me, you, you know, when I was thirsty and, and the disciples are like, when did we do that? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's telling them like, Hey, if you did it for your, your brother, you, it's, you did it for me. Mm-hmm. And so then the same way on the flip side of that, it's like, you did, if you didn't do it, if you didn't, you know, provide somebody water when they needed it, if you didn't provide somebody prayer when they needed it, then you, you kind of, you didn't, you failed me. You didn't do it for me. And so there are moments that we have that we choose to ignore where we know that God is telling us, you need to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's, it's just that you just need to talk to this person. It, it's not, and sometimes it's not even very specific. Yeah. It's not like you need to pray for this person about, you know, their marriage. I mean, it, that happens mm-hmm. and that happens. That has, you know, in fact, it's happened for me being on the opposite side of it mm-hmm. where people are like, listen, um, you know, God, like, or, or they just come and it's like, they just start praying and they'll say things that I'm like, all right, who, like, who told them? Like, who told this person? That, yeah. I, that I was going through this, you know, and, you know, there was a, I remember a couple of years back, the pastor came up and he said something to me and, and then I went up to mama beer and I was like, why'd you tell the pastor about this? <laughs> Cause she's like, I, I don't remember what it was or anything, but I, I vaguely remember her being like one of the only people that knew. Mm-hmm. And that was like the, the, the most probable connection mm-hmm. to why he was telling me these things. And she's like, no, I haven't said anything. I, and so, yeah, that, I mean, that's how God works. In fact, in fact, I just had a phone call today from a gentleman. I've, I wanted to mention this earlier when you were talking about community and connecting mm-hmm. with people. Um, that's what I've been doing. Right. Um, I haven't been to church in a long time. Uh, And yes, you should go to church. I'm not advocating don't go to church, (laughs) but I haven't been to church. Um, I mean, I could come up with excuses why, but I just haven't been to church. And, but I've, I've grown into community with different people on social media, uh, in the neighborhood where I live in now. And so that to me is encouraging because we are, you know, talking to each other blessing each other, praying for each other, mm. edifying each other. We're growing. And I think, I think in essence, that's, that's really what God wants is for you to have that community of people. Um, and I, I think a lot of times we think that we're limited to a church building to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so I got from one of the brothers that, that I, you know, I do Bible study with online. He just hit me up randomly and you know like he i don't know it, it was obviously it was god using him so i guess i should just tell the story right for yes. context all right so he had this drawing uh drawing not not drawing like a picture but like a like, raffle yeah like a raffle he had a drawing for a raffle he was doing for um this poster about church history mm-hmm. and so you know like like every raffle it's like Hey, you know, make sure you, you know, um, tag three people and, and comment this or that, whatever. So, all right. So I did it and he did the, uh, the name thing on, in a bingo ball. He assigned everybody a bingo number and, and then 
I didn't, I didn't win. And I was like, all right, well, cool. Maybe I'll, you know, cause he's planning on doing some more. I was like, maybe I'll do, maybe I'll win next time. And I forgot about it. So I wake up this morning and I have a message from him on Instagram and at three in the morning at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Three 30 in the morning. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, brother Luke, God bless you, brother. I don't know if you're, yes. if you're going to listen to this or not, but, but man, it's uh, praise God is all I can say. Right. Tell the rest of the story. <laughs> Anyways, listeners are waiting. So, <laughs> so brother Luke calls me, uh, it leaves me a message and he's like, listen, um, so, uh, just call me because, you know, we did the raffle and, um, I, I can't remember. See now, now my conversation with him is blending with the message, but Basically, he wanted me to call him back because um, him and his wife were praying, and and my name came to mind. And so you you skip the part where the person that won the raffle. Oh yes, they yes. tried to contact. And yes, they yes, yes. They I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Him. Yes. So so the person that won the raffle, they yeah they tried to con. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to contact uh, this person, and for whatever reason. Uh, however many times they attempted to reach this person, um, it was just unsuccessful. And so they prayed about it. Him and his wife prayed about it. And, you know, they kept, the Lord kept leading them to my name. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they decided to, um, to do the, the raffle again. Like, you know, the first time they recorded it, but this time they did it privately. And they said that my name came up and, you know, my number came up and that just confirmed what God was telling them. And so, you know, he called and he basically told me that, that God was just, I guess, leading them to like have love and compassion for me for whatever reason. And he just like, he didn't know exactly why God was leading him to this, but you know, he called me, he prayed for me. Um, and he, you know, it, it was just, it was very humbling because it was like, like I said earlier, you know, right, right when you're like getting ready to like have those moments of doubt in your life, mm -hmm. it's like, God is like, no, 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 no. Like there's no room for that. Right. You know, there's no room for that. And like I've said before, you know, it's March, 2020 for me is, was God just shook me for the last time, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and, and I say that because not just because that's how I feel, but you know, it was like, that's what God told me. It was like, hey, this is the last time I'm getting your attention because the time is near, right? right. And so it's, yeah, that's that's how I know that, you know, that's how I know that I did, I, I claimed and I believed in Jesus, but I, didn't, I never had that relationship with him. And, you know, it's not until now that I can truly appreciate it. And I would say regret not having submitted sooner right. you know um i think and i think that's going to be our experience when we are in his presence uh you know <laughs> i feel like it's going to be like why why did i waste so much time on the world yeah why did i not submit sooner why did i not pursue you sooner you know and um again it's all part of god's sovereign plan you know of him molding us and processing us to, to, so that we can fulfill the purpose that he has for yeah. our lives. And so, and I, I love the, how God does that though. He uses other people to 
deliver a message to us. And sometimes it's a simple message. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's God loves you. Like I've gotten that before where, where someone's just like, you know what, God just wants me to say that, you know, he loves you. Or someone's praying over me and they'll say God loves you. And I'm like, oh, like you, like you understand that. You've yeah. read it before. You yeah. know it in your mind. But when someone says it out and yeah. you're reminded of how true that is and how personal it is too. Um, obviously, he loves us all, but he loves all, you also personally. Um, and once a person, like that just, that just hits different. Yeah. And uh, it gets you like all giddy inside. Yeah, it does. It <laughs> it's does. like, oh my gosh, God loves me? What? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I read or heard something interesting uh, recently where uh, they were talking about why does, why does, why does God say in scripture, like, I am the God of uh, Abraham, mm -hmm. uh, Isaac, and Jacob? Like, like that's a constant thing that goes that's on through true. scripture. Like, why is God always saying that? And it's because he wants you to know he is the God of Abraham, specifically mm -hmm. Abraham, specifically Isaac, and specifically mm -hmm. Jacob, specifically Angie, and specifically mm -hmm. Stevens. And so he's a personal God who specifically wants you fill in the name, fill yeah. in the blank. Um, and he, he specifically loves you. Like, let that yeah. sink in. And he it's incredible. is crazy about you. Yeah. Like the fact that you're, you know, listening to this. And I, I know like we said it's awesome when they, he says it personally to us. But I, I would I want to say that the fact that you're listening to this is him reminding you. God, if I may say this, <laughs> that he personally loves you deeply and truly, and yes. he wants you to remember that. We look we yes. look for, I think that's maybe one of the things that we look for most in the world, to be accepted, to be validated, most of all, to be loved. And yeah. there is no greater love. No one loves you more than God does. The Amen. fact that, yep. you know, you wanted to run away so many times, but you keep ending up in the same place where <laughs> you realize, wait, God loves me. Like the, yeah. the, the, the reason you keep falling back to God's feet is because he has a love for you. He has a hold on you. And, yeah. you know, in the Bible, Jesus says, my sheep are my own and yeah. no one can take them away from me. That's right. Yeah. And the thing is, I, people like, you know, people have those moments of emotion and crying where they encounter the Lord and, and then... It's like, and I think we heard this at a conference one, right? It's that, it's like, was it, they called it, they called it like the first day something. Do you remember know. that? We went to this conference and they, it's like the first day. It's like, it's like the first day of school, right? Right. The first day of school, like you're like super excited, super excited. And then like a week later, you're just like not excited anymore about right. it. And so when you have, a lot of times we have these encounters with God where it's like, that first day kind of thing where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, first like, love. Yeah. Like, like, oh, God is amazing. God is amazing. And then we like leave church and yeah, go back is. to reality. I and guess God like... is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, but we take him for granted is what yeah. I'm saying. And so, um, you know, there, there comes, a, there, there's a moment in your life when it's going to hit you. And, I just can't even explain what that's like. I mean, it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. And then you don't want to do anything but live 
for Christ because because you're dying for him. You know, you're dying to yourself every day it, when you deny yourself the 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 wants of the of the flesh. Mm-hmm. You're you're just dying to yourself and you're living for him and you're trying to figure out how to how to glorify him every moment and second of your life and how to not dishonor him in every moment and second of your life and and it's all you can think about and you're just consumed by it. Yeah. And and I think it's easy to look at somebody else's relationship like you said earlier and maybe feel intimidated and be like okay, I know they're he is crazy about Jesus or she is or they've had this encounter but I've never had that encounter with God and man, I want to just I guess encourage you. God wants God wants yeah. to encounter you in such such a serious way. You just had a you, you just got to get it. You got to get in a room, close the door behind you, and... Leave your phone outside. Yes. Yeah. Turn the world off and just seek him. Seek him. And uh, yeah. he's he's going to show up. I yeah. 100%, uh, 200% guarantee that he's going to show up Listen, if you ask him to. For years and years and years and years, as long as I can remember... Uh, you know, to significantly pray, I guess I would call it. Um, I've always prayed that God use me and, and for whatever the purpose is that he wants me in. And it always, like you said, it frustrated me because it wasn't happening, but it wasn't happening because I didn't want it to happen. It's right. like I was asking for it, but I really didn't want that. Right. You know, and so it's it's almost like if... Uh, it's almost like if my daughter said, hey, I really want our house to like be clean all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I go, all right, well, go clean the bathroom. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, then you must really not want the house clean all the time then. Right. You know? And so it's the same thing. It's like God says, all right, you, I want you to, to be, you know, to walk in your purpose. I want, you know, the Holy Spirit is ready to guide you. But you're not ready to fully submit. Like you're still in love with the world. Mm. There's still parts of the world that you're in love with. Yes, you may have stopped cursing. Yes, maybe you stopped watching porn, but you overreact all the time. Yeah. You know, but you you may not say the curse words anymore, but you're still thinking about them. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's those kinds of things. And again, and for everyone, it's, it's something it's different. different. Like yeah. I already... Imagine people listening to this. Oh well, I curse all the time. <laughs> I still watch yeah. porn. I still, you, yeah. you know, um, it's different for everybody. But it's like just come to God. Yeah, and he's he's gonna show up. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, I mean, you got you have to humble yourself and open your heart and truly submit. Like it. So I heard this right. Um, I I don't know if I mentioned it here, but I know I told somebody right. It's like, you know, um, I think it's Les Brown, you know, that motivational speaker. No idea. Um, there's this one. Maybe it's not Les Brown. Maybe it's someone else. It's somebody that tells a story about a gentleman who wants to succeed, who wants mm-hmm. to be successful. And so he like goes up to this guru um, who's like, apparently the guy is successful. So he goes up to the guru. He's like, hey, this really young guy walks up to him and says, hey, I want to be successful like you, like. I want to have money. I want to have success. I, that's I want it. All right. So the guru says, "All right. Well, meet me at the beach at 
four o'clock in the morning. So the kid wakes up the next day, maybe doesn't even sleep because he's I so excited, right? Mm-hmm. And he shows up at four o'clock in the morning in a suit, and the guy's like, hey, get in the water, get in the water. So he gets in the water, and he gets in like halfway, but then eventually he's like, all right, get in some more until the water's like up to his throat. And then he just submerges the kid underwater. And the kid's like fighting for his life and fighting for his life, trying to, you know, come out and mm-hmm. catch a breath. When he finally is able to like break free from him and come up and catch a breath. And he's like, how did you feel? How did you feel in that moment when, you know, when you couldn't breathe? He's like, what was what was on your mind? He's like, nothing. He's like, all I could think about was wanting to breathe. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, when you want to be when when the need for success becomes as 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 strong as the need for you to breathe. Mm then you will become successful. And so I feel like we can equate that to our relationship with God when 100%. you when you really when you really want God to be in your life, it will be it will consume you. It'll be like the only thing in your heart mm-hmm. because everything else will will be dead to you. And so when that moment happens, God shows up and completely changes your life. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to be, I guess, to just be so apathetic. Like I've been in those places where I'm I'm just so apathetic where it's like, you know what? I'm good where I'm at. I'm good. Yeah, content. You're just like, eh. But then it's like neither here nor there. Yeah, whatever whatever that looks like for you. And a lot of the times that ends up like, the question is, because the Bible points out lukewarm Christianity. Like, are you, are you lukewarm? Are you apathetic? Do you, are you indifferent? Like, do you call yourself? a christian but you're indifferent about god like when you read the are you indifferent about reading the bible are you indifferent about praying are you are you doing it again like to to check it off the list like and you're okay with that like that's something that's that's something to be uh i guess scared because if you're apathetic like there's like are you really christian yeah you know and i i don't know if we've mentioned this before but I remember reading um, Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. And basically, it's this demon talking to another demon. And he has a hold of this Christian. And the the best way to have a hold of that Christian is to leave him in that apathetic standpoint. Where I am okay where I am. I go to church once a week. Or I go, go to church on Easter and Christmas. And that's, you know, I talk to yeah. Jesus every once in a while. And that's that's it. And it's like I know that's, who Jesus is. <laughs> that's such a dangerous, yeah. dangerous place. And uh, God wants not not it's not just dangerous, but God wants you to have that joy. Like yeah. like it's it's I can't get past the metaphor of the mud pies. You know, the kid in the back playing with the mud pies, and the parents are yeah. like, you know, we can go to Disney. And uh, it makes sense when that's when that's someone who doesn't know about Jesus. Yeah. But a lot of the times, that's Christians who know about Disney World, yep. who know about Jesus, but are fine. Who've been there? Who've been to Disney World, and they're like, "No, you know what, Mom? I just want to play with mud pies." Like that doesn't make sense. If 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 that's you know the, that's us, then maybe we've never experienced Jesus in a real yeah. and powerful and here, way. And here's the thing. Here's the dangerous part too. Added on top of that is that the world will convince you that because you want to, we would prefer to play with mud pies, that that's okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I, I saw that, I think I saw that Twitter on uh, Rad Apologetics, where it says, my truth crossed out. Yep, your truth, your truth crossed and, out. And the, the truth. truth. Yeah, I ordered a shirt, by the way. Oh, Rad that's a, Apologetics. That's a good one. Listen, the, the world, listen, guys, the world is a filthy, the enemy is the father of all lies, and he wants to take the truth and twist it yeah. around. That's wh- that's why we have to spend time in the Word. Yeah. Because the world is going to lie to us left and right. Our own minds and our own emotions are going to lie yeah. to us left and right. And we have to spend time in the Word to know what what the truth is. And the truth is truly going to set us free. Yeah. And one of his biggest lies is you, like, he'll say, you have time. Like, yeah. you have time. You You can... You can get right with God later, yeah. tomorrow. You, you'll, you, you know, you'll be ready when you're ready. Yeah. It's like no, the time is now. You don't. If you wait to be ready, you'll never yeah. be ready. Or it's it's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to stay there. No, yeah. the the gospel says it's okay to not be okay, but do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like it's like uh, that. Uh, you know, like we've talked about the before that person who's inside a jail cell and the door is wide open for you to walk but you're like you know what i'm more comfortable in here this is better in here yep um yeah so come to jesus because he is coming soon he loves you he loves you and he's coming soon to destroy the world (laughs) wow (laughs) he loves you he's a destroyer (laughs) but but here's the thing like nobody wants to hear that but it's the truth Mm -hmm. it's the truth and it's gonna happen and if you don't turn to him now, like you won't, it, it'll be too late. Eventually yeah. it will be too late. And you don't want to go through the judgment that's coming on this world. Yeah. Because, because the Bible says over and over again, yes, God loves you, but also fear God. <laughs> because here's, here's the other crazy thing. I've heard former Christians say, well, if this ends up really happening, then I'll just repent in the tribulation and it's like listen if you're not seeking him now then you probably not gonna do it when he's destroying the world yeah um so don't put yourself in that situation um you know god he sent his only son to die for your sins you know we live in this broken broken world and because of it we break god's law and that's that's sin that sin and because of it we owe god a debt for our sins now you have the choice god will judge each and every one of us in front of each and every one of us and you know you have to decide do you want jesus as your advocate to say no no father i've shed my blood this person is covered i've paid their debt because they have repented they have confessed that i am their lord their savior right they're good or for him to say or for him to say i never knew you i never knew you and i spit them out of my mouth like you don't want that because there is no oh i'm sorry in that moment like lord lord right you know you don't want to have that moment like hey i did these things i was a good person no it's not gonna work it's not gonna work so He's paid the debt. All you have to do is accept that he paid your debt, right? And so you do that by repenting for your sins and by accepting 
Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But you have to do it, like, for real, for real. You can't just say the words. This is not like abracadabra and the rabbit comes out of the hat. It's like you have to really mean it. And only you and God knows if you mean it. Now, apathy, that is, it, it breaks my heart because there are so many people out there that just don't care enough about this. They just don't care. They're like, whatever. God may be real or not. I just don't care or have time. And you will remember those words. I guarantee it. And, you know, in the meantime, we're praying for you, whoever you are. And we love you. And Jesus loves you even more. He knew you before the creation of this world. And he wants you to repent and join the rest of us in joyous celebration and in his presence forever, literally forever. So, you know, his return is not a doom and gloom message. It's really a message of hope because he isn't sending anyone to hell. Everyone is going there willingly um, who goes, right? So, I don't know something to think about right right god bless you we love you don't forget you can find us where at christalonepodcast.com all of our handles are christalonepodcast except for twitter which is christalonepod and our number is 407-796-2881 feel free to call text uh leave a voicemail um uh, if you have prayer requests questions uh, topic suggestions, whatever it is, hit us up. Um, we'll make ourselves available. Um, like my sister said, you can find us on social media. Um, we also have some, you know, shirts that you can look at. Don't forget to check out Rad Apologetics again. Love this guy. I can't talk about him enough. That cool shirt, uh, My Truth, Your Truth, crossed out, and then The Truth, uh, mm-hmm. referencing John fourteen six, where Jesus says, "I am the way." the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. And, okay, I can keep talking about God for the rest of the night, but (laughs) we'll stop here, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. God bless. We love you guys. God bless.